you know, like I said, Noi Productions. I'm producing my own content and my own stuff. And that's the pain of it. You know, people don't understand that sometimes you're graced by the, you don't even know if it's a gift or a curse. Because I'm learning so much about myself by producing and doing for myself. So is it a gift or a curse? Who knows? You know, I mean, but obviously the easier route is if someone just saw, oh my God, Jonathan Ramcharan, actor, stand-up comedian. Boy, is he talented. Let's fucking break him off a few hundred grand and, you know, invest in this guy. Let's get him going. Let's get him lined up on a comedy tour. Let's get him booked for some movie auditions. Let's invest in him. If I felt ass backwards into an opportunity like that, perfect. But like seeing as that's not really the case, I'm going to roll up these old sleeves of mine and, you know, break concrete, you know, break dirt or whatever the fucking saying is, you know. And in that challenge I do for myself and the production company Noi Productions grows and I grow spiritually, professionally. Yeah. So my point being, you know, um, as I mentioned that I have this, you know, upcoming opportunity to, you know, do some day work in the civilian vein in order to progress my production company and my performing endeavors. I was going to like dog it. I was going to kind of make fun of it and shit on it. But like, why? You know, um... That's very much a reality of the performer and the independent business owner. You got to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. Who doesn't want to open up a restaurant and sit and smoke a big cigar and have a nice glass of wine while people walk by and go, wow, that's the owner of that restaurant. Wow. Not knowing the fucking hours of overtime you did, the the amount of work it took, the sacrifice it took. It wasn't just like, oh, they handed me my dream restaurant. It's like, these people have to go out there and earn it. So that's very much what's being shown to me with my uh, production endeavors, you know? And man, is there beauty and grace in that. Because I never thought... I never thought that that would bring these struggles and these challenges would bring this out of me, you know, this uh, resiliency, this optimism, this willingness to fall on my face and get up and dust it off. I mean, not exactly the prettiest mug to begin with, you know, it's all right, but, um, you know, I'm getting kicked in the teeth. What's that? Life is calling. Hallelujah. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen. That's my fancy way of saying hello. Wagwan. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent November 17th in the year of our Lord. 2021. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Isn't it great? 
that I articulate isn't it grand that you can understand I don't honk I don't squonk I don't oink I don't even squeak or squawk when I want to say something I open up and talk I can talk I can talk I can talk <laughs> isn't it great that I articulate do you remember that one? Zuckerman, 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 Zuckerman! Zuckerman's famous pig! Zooey, what do you see? The greatest swine in history. Hi, swine, wish he was mine. Diddly doopadoo! Zuckerman, 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 Zuckerman! Zuckerman's famous pig! Charlotte's Web, remember that old chestnut? <laughs> Isn't it great that I articulate? I, I, there was just something about a pig singing. And a pig tap dancing on a fence that my young mind in grade, I think like we, I don't know if we ever read Charlotte's Web. I think they try to teach us to read it, but they're like, ah, fuck it. Just watch the movie. They just like showed us the movie instead. These kids are never going to learn anything. Just watch the movie. So they, they let us watch the movie Charlotte's Web. And there was something about a pig singing on a fence, a talking pig, you know, Zuckerman's famous pig. There was something about a there was just something about a singing pig and a spider that could like write things in her web and what was his name? Ratatouille or Ronald? What was his name? Radigan? <laughs> a ferris wheel's a rat smorgasbord, horgasbord, horgasbord. <laughs> a carnival is a rat smorgasbord. Templeton, that little rat, that little ramp scallion, that little rat, Templeton, he like, you know, even he turned out to be pretty true as far as rats are concerned. You know what I mean? Like, didn't he turn out to be a good guy too? Radigan or Ratatouille or Templeton? Templeton? Didn't he turn out to be a good guy as well? But it was kind of creepy though in the animated version when like Charlotte, her like, you know, she died. You know, they had that sad song where it's like, I forget the song, but it was actually quite a moving song. And it was really well done with the song and uh, the animation and something about the changing of seasons. And Wilbur's like, oh, come back, Charlotte, come back. <laughs> you know, he's blubbering, you know. they He had just won first prize and the pig contest or whatever the famous pig contest takes home first prize and he goes to tell charlotte he's like charlotte i won i won oh my god i'm i'm i won first prize i'm the prize pig charlotte's like yeah that's all that's good that's good <laughs> i got covid19 <laughs> changing of the season and then she like sings him a song and then wilbur's like no, Charlotte, don't die. Don't die, Charlotte. Don't. <laughs> He's like crying and shit. Very tragic. Breaks your heart, you know? <sighs> to this day, I still think about it sometimes. And poor Charlotte, she passes away in the night, you know? Well, then the next morning, her sack bursts open. Not her testicles. I don't think... I'm not sure if spiders have testicles. They look like testicles. Like, have you ever seen a tarantula? You know? If I don't wax down there in the bikini line, you know, my nuts start looking like a tarantula. 
you know, but I, I digress. I don't know if spiders have nuts and Charlotte was a female anyway, black widow. And, um, anyway, her sack burst, not her testicles, her spider sack in the animated version you know, after she dies, oh, Charlotte, don't die. You know, Wilbur's crying his fucking eyes out. Charlotte dies, and then the sack bursts open, the spider sack, and all the little baby Charlottes, all the little baby spiders come pouring out. There was like hundreds of them. Actually very eerie, you know, when you think about it. Pretty eerie. But um, I guess what got me on that little diatribe about Charlotte's Web, written by E.B. White, if I recall. What got me on that little diatribe about Charlotte's Web is, um, (laughs) you know, that was one of the lines from the book, you know, when fucking Wilbur starts talking. Um, Salutations. That's my fancy way of saying hello. (laughs) Man, you know what I would give for like a true spirit, a true heart, like a like a talking pig. You know how it would make my day if I was like walking down the street and all of a sudden I heard hell. I look and there's like a pig just staring at me. Salutations. That's my fancy way of saying hello. I'd pick that little bundle of joy up and take him home, and you know I'd keep him in. You know, he'd be on the podcast. <laughs> you know, that'd be so hilarious. Just walking down the street. You're like, what the fuck was that? You look, there's a pig. Salutations. That's my fancy way of saying hello. <laughs> I feel fantastic. If you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. This is a show where I bitch, wine, squawk, belly, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self, y'all the dear listener, y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. That's my fancy way of saying hello. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles. If you are digging the show, folks, please help my black ass out. All right? Share me with a friend. Sharing is caring, folks. You know it truly is. Zuckerman, 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 Zuckerman's famous pig. Suey, what do you see? The greatest swine in history. Hi, Zuckerman, 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 Zuckerman. Zuckerman's famous pig. <coughs> Who are they calling a pig? <laughs> anyway, and if you are a returning guest to JR the P, if you know, if you don't know, or maybe you do or don't know, or maybe you surmised. I am an actor extraordinaire. Yes. Thespian to the bone, ladies and gentlemen. Damn proud of it. Yeah. Um, what am I rocking with? Health. Health, boy. 
health boy. I was up at the crack of dawn. Got a jog in. Felt really good. You know, took it at a steady pace. Focused on my breathing. Pinned it uh, on the last push of the jog. You know, coming to that last stretch, I pinned it. Felt good, you know. Did some floor exercises, you know, some sit-ups, some dumbbell presses, some dumbbell curls. And this dumbbell here is feeling swell, you know. Uh, Health, very vital in a career. Um, Whatever you do, you need that longevity, need that limber and... uh, you know, those, uh, that physique upkeep, you know, to keep yourself in the field, in the game. And as an actor extraordinaire, yeah, I've been focusing on that lately, you know. Sometimes it gets away from us, you know how it is, you have a couple too many chocolate bars, you know, whatever. Um, you, you know, you get lazy, you get lethargic. You know, there's always an excuse. Always, if you listen to that. But you got to push through. That's what I've been focusing on, reinvesting on. You know? You know, it's it's for my career. And it's for my life. My overall life, more importantly. My health. So I've been focusing on that. Style. You know, style. Um... Been thinking about that as well. Um, you know, upgrading my look. I made a few humble purchases. Got a few things shipped over to me on Amazon. Couple shirts, couple this, couple that. Meh, you know, why not? You know, I don't quite. I don't go quite too overboard with uh, the spending on style, but I do believe a person should look well put together. You know what I mean? I do my best anyway. And, um, you know what I mean? And, you know, we're still still dealing with this pandemic. So it's like the opportunity to be out and about and all guzzied up, out and about on the town, guzzied up in the latest threads and digs. You know, the opportunity hasn't really arised. But, you know, I'm still thinking about that. It's considerable across industry. You know, if you're a business person, you should look sharp, put together to your own specifications. But, you know, sharp. Um, If you're in the construction trade, I mean, yeah. A nice pair of um, workmen, you know, to look well put together. The nice flannel shirts, such as yours truly here, the everyman. The nice flannel shirts, the the safety shoes, um... Also, footwear, actually, as a tradesperson, don't skimp on the uh, the the workman boots, like the steel toes. Don't skimp on, like, get the nice, you know, I guess, the name, uh, I don't know if it's the name brand, but get yourself a decent pair. A pair that are stylish and also practical. You're going to be on your feet all day, right? So, you know. The choice of workman boot in the trades, very important. Also the style, as I mentioned, like the flannel shirts, the jeans, the wranglers, the rustlers, the rasslers, 
you know, uh, Levi's, Dungaroo, Dicky, Carhartt, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. It's important for, you know, an investment in your work. The cherry on top, you know, the presentation. Presentation is everything in a career. I mean, think about it. Part of the joys of watching a film is not just the raw talent of the actor or actress or going to see a show. It's not just the raw talent of the performer, the stage performer, the musician, the comedian. It's a lot of the aesthetic, the venue, the decoration, the stage production, the aesthetics. And, um, you know, aesthetics are probably like, you know, a little bit further down the totem pole in a career, but they are very important to consider. You know, I mean, let's, you know, you're going to, you're going to court, you know, you're fighting for your life on some, you know, you're getting sued up the, you're getting sued up the wazoo over some fucking trumped up horseshit. You want a, you want a lawyer that's knowledgeable and level-headed and communicative and uh, present. You want all those. On top of which, you want somebody who looks sharp. You don't want some messy, sloppy slob shuffling into court. Uh, good evening, Your Honor, or good morning. What what time is it? Okay. Papers falling out of their briefcase. Fucking five o'clock shadow, gut hanging over their fucking pants, belt buckle, stains on their shirt, ruffled suit jacket, you know, picking his teeth. I like to call the first witness. So where were you on the night of, uh, that's bullshit. You didn't do that to my client. You don't want some fucking ragamuffin, you know, representing you in court. So style is very much important across industry aesthetic yes so that's kind of what i've been rocking with in my world as an actor extraordinaire you know health style you know as we move into the new year 2022 is that what it is yeah 2022 coming up that's kind of what i'm rocking with style and uh tonight i'm trying to get myself pumped up uh you know it's like i said a lot of times when it comes to style and health, it's easy to fall down and hit the snooze alarm, you know? Ah, fuck a shave. Fuck shaving. Fuck brushing your teeth. Fuck brushing your hair. Fuck getting on the treadmill. I'm hitting the snooze alarm. Well, I want to keep my energy up because tonight I want to do a night session. I don't know. I just kind of called that that in my notes i called it that in my notes the night session i don't know what i really want to call that or what what you would call it but i want to pull a night session tonight and for me what that is is you know you know light a candle get some ambiance you know light up a fucking incense stick you know turn on the old fucking salt rock lamp and you know Maybe some tunes, 
kick back with a, you know, sparkling water and, you know, a notepad. Write down some ideas and some objectives and some plots and, I don't know, just kind of stir the pot. Stir the pot. See what's on the old noggin, on the old noodle. And what kind of projects can I potentially sink my teeth into in the upcoming year, 2022? So I'm going to be pulling a night session tonight, if all goes well. Like I mentioned, I sort of am like a pig, you know? Salutations! That's my fancy way of saying hello. Fucking Wilbur. I am kind of like a pig. You know, I get lazy from time to time. I don't want to do anything. (laughs) But, you know, I'm going to pull a night session this evening, I think. And, uh, you know, just have a, you know, just have some time to be with my instrument as an actor. You know, flip through the old noodle through the old cranium and see what's brewing and bubbling and uh you know enjoy it you know it's all in the work it's all in the process it's all in time hallelujah so there you have it folks jonathan ramcharan actor extraordinaire yeah Quick sip of tea, boss. No mommy, boss. Oh, oh yeah. That's like uh, last night I made some tea. Some green tea with antioxidants. It's like a Tetley tea. A Tetley name brand tea. It's a green tea, but there's like, you know, <clears throat> antioxidant factors to it. I think it was like mango chips or some shit in it. I don't know. Anyway, I fell asleep at the wheel. You know, I was like watching some YouTube videos or something. Passed out. Full mug of tea. Right? So I just put it in the fridge and now I'm drinking some cold brew green tea. Pretty good. Waste not what not. Want not. Waste not what not. Stand-up comedian as I mentioned. And, uh, or did I say that? I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah. And, uh, you know, much like my night session that I want to pull tonight, you know, just being with myself as an actor, I've been kind of being with myself as a comedian lately, just making myself laugh, you know? I worked very hard this year, 2021, rose to the challenges that I... I felt I needed to as a stand-up comedian, podcasting, various projects, and, you know, looking forward to the new year, 2022. And right now, it's like, um, you know, I'm just enjoying making myself laugh during this, you know, slow time of year, you know, we're winding down 2021, getting into that Christmas season. So, you know, I've been going for walks And, you know, when you go for a walk as a artist or as whatever you do, going for a walk is like a great way to stretch out the mind, calm down, reflect. And 
I've been doing a lot of that lately, just going for these walks, you know, taking a ride on my free thought and, you know, making myself laugh. <laughs> just walking around, looking at things. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. I'm at the grocery store the other day. And, you know, one place where I find that I really feel connected with people is at the grocery store. You know, I just see a bunch of people buying food for themselves and their family and surviving. And I love the little, I love here, I love overhearing the little conversations, you know, (laughs) you know, whether it's at the grocery store or at like a department store, one that's coming to mind is, um, I saw like a couple, they were like around my age, you know, and just this young couple and, um, you know, the husband or the boyfriend, you know, he's kind of looking around and the wife's like, I heard the wife, what I heard the wife say was kind of muffled. It was like she was crouched down behind a fucking display case or something. So I just heard some woman talking, right? (laughs) Husband's like, huh? No, No, I think I have some warm socks. Warm do, do I have any warm socks? I think I do. Now here. Well, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll get a pair of warm socks. <laughs> Just these priceless, moronic conversations that bind us as the flesh and bones and fucking bric-a-brac that we are. We're just a bunch of skull fuckery, skull duggery, dumb fucking beings are we not <laughs> what was that warm socks I think I got a pair of warm socks I warm no do I better pick me up a pair of warm socks <laughs> thank you <laughs> I'm just like staring at the bread I'm like that's a conversation <laughs> for me I'd just be like oh yeah socks but I mean, I don't know. It's the beauty of life. Same thing at the grocery store. You know, I, I, I saw, you know, this, you know, she was just like this, I don't know, maybe mid-twenties, young woman, skinny little woman, cute, you know, cute, mousy, skinny little woman. And, you know, she's standing there in the dairy aisle. And... You know, she had a pleasant look on her face. She wasn't bothering nobody. But you know how comedy it is, you know how comedy works is generally speaking, you need a victim. <laughs> you need a victim if you want to get a laugh, right? So, you know, I'm walking around and I see this, you know, sweet, thin, little mousy, cute little woman, you know, she's standing there with her glasses on, just looking over what she's gonna buy at the dairy aisle. I'm like, oh for crying out loud, would you move already? You stupid bitch. Would you eat something already? Look at you, you're real thin. Why'd you eat something already? <laughs> I'm just like screaming at her in my mind, right? And, and then, then I would look at her. And she, like She doesn't know that I'm screaming at her in my head. <laughs> She's just like... <laughs> she was so innocent. <laughs> you need a victim to get a laugh, right? So that's comedy. In some people's definition. And, um, you know, I was making myself laugh. 
Oh, yeah, and also a lot of department store music, you know? Santa baby, I've been a real bad girl. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. And then, you know, I was making up my own lyrics. Santa stupid, I know I've been a real dumb whore. Oh, yeah. So hurry up my asshole tonight. <laughs> Santa moron, I know I've been a real dumb bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> so hurry up my asshole tonight. <laughs> Santa baby, hurry up my asshole tonight. How do you not laugh at that? <laughs> so hurry up my asshole tonight. Imagine like Diana Krall in like a beautiful gown. And you know... Is her husband Elvis Costello? I think I saw this on like an episode of, uh, what's that show? Great show. The the Larry Sanders show. I think I saw that on an episode of Larry Sanders show. Aren't they married? Diana Krall and Elvis Costello. And, um, you know, she's in a beautiful gown and he's playing a guitar. She's playing piano. Santa baby, hurry up my asshole tonight. You know, uh, it's the beauty of, um, you know, the heart of a comic. It don't take much to entertain the entertaining. You know what I mean? <laughs> Santa baby, hurry up my asshole tonight. I was laughing all afternoon, walking around humming. Yeah, man. So, just been digging myself and enjoying myself and making myself laugh during these times. You know? 2020, 21. 2020, 2021, y'all. 2021. <laughs> that was like a Chris Rock thing. Remember, um, what was it? Up from Earth? You know, when he, he inhabits the body of that old white guy who's rich? <laughs> And he's wearing his clothes. He's like, comes out of the guy's wardrobe and slides across the floor. Taka, 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 woods, y'all. <laughs> uh, I was like, 2020, 20, 20, 21, y'all. But 2021, y'all, um, I stepped up to the challenges I needed to step up to as a comic. And, you know, I did my thing and I'm very proud of it. And, um, you know, on this time of year where it's like things are slowing down, Christmas season coming. Classic Christmas songs, time of reflection, man. I just, you know, don't take much to entertain the entertaining, you know. And um, just loving on some of that levity that I naturally have as a stand-up comedian. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes. It's hot. I've said it before, and I will say it again. When you get squawking under them lights, boy, it gets hot. <sighs> Quick sip of tea, balls. Don't mind me, boss. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, I recently started my own production company. 
Noi Productions, a production company where I can wet my beak, so to speak. Um, more productions in the podcasting vein, various guests, subject matter, you know. I want to branch out into documentary, branch out into feature film, branch out into sketch, skits, scats, skadoodle, the whole kit and caboodle. Noi Productions. <clears throat> and in that search, um, and in that uh, quest, I've learned a lot, grown a lot, took on challenges that I didn't even know were for me to take on. I mean, I think this is relatable across industry. Like, let's say you are a chef. Maybe the initial goal is just to cook great food and get paid for it, right? Like you want a career where it's like, all right, I'm good with food. I love the artistry of crafting a beautiful meal. I love to perhaps make food that is healthy and tasty and trendy. And I love the environment of working in a restaurant. How cool would it be to be a chef, a professional cook? cool. That's one dream. And in that pursuit of that dream, you may never have known that, oh, what if I open my own restaurant? Ding, 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 ding. It's like, whoa, the progression of life, life's calling, opportunity, advancement, reaching down within yourself and pulling out things that you never knew were there. You know, you're a uh, athletic person. You've always been athletic. Well, all of a sudden, you're turning your specific your specific knowledge in health into being a personal trainer. You know, all all these things that you never really anticipated until you reach down and fiddle around with the old joystick and see what you got in the caboose. You know what I mean? Life's calling. <clears throat> that's kind of where I find myself now. It's like, wow, you know, it really is something, you know, I mean, acting and comedy just kind of found me. I was so grateful to dive into it head first, you know, ravenage for it, starving for it, you know, starving for that stage, boy. Got in there and did my ting. Never really dawned on me to like, oh, like I could produce my own productions I always kind of knew it and uh, I had been taught that in a certain to a certain degree in one of my theater classes I had a very great uh, Canadian theater teacher Ken Brown of um, Alberta Canada Ken Brown national treasure actor playwright director, teacher, you know, um, Ken Brown, you know, he was a bit of a mental patient though. <laughs> a one, one endearing episode that we had was, um, he was trying to get us to do this, like the class, it was a class project where we, I think I've told the story, but it's funny. <laughs> We're doing this class project where, um, we had to do like a one man stage production, one man, one woman stage production. So I had mine. Kitten caboodle. I had it down pat. 
right? I felt very confident about it. I'd rehearsed it. I'd written it. I felt good about it. I was ready to go. Now, the thing about comedy is the element of surprise. I mean, if if you rehearse your... If you tell anybody a joke and then you turn around and tell them the same joke directly after, there's obviously going to be a diminishment of return, a diminishing return, right? So, you know, I had my one-man show put together. I had it in my head. I was ready to fire on all cylinders. Felt good about it. So I guess I didn't quite communicate that to Ken (laughs) in his class, right? I was just like, oh, no, I don't need to. Because, like, I had signed up for some extra rehearsal time. Or I think we all had to, really. It was like you had part of the class was you had to report to him and run through your script and, you know, have him assess it, give you some pointers if you need it. So I, so I showed up to one of those assessments and I, I started to do my bit and uh, started to do my, my one-man production. <clears throat> and I could see that they were enjoying it and it was going good. I'm like, I just feel too confident with it. I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. I'd rather wait till the show night to, um, you know, do the whole production and let it be heard for the first time. Keep that element of surprise. You know, what's the point in telling all my jokes right now? Why not save it to show time? Till show time. <laughs> well, I didn't let Ken know that. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, um, uh, I think I'm good. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to do the rehearsal. He fucking flips his wig. What kind of an actor does that? An actor never does that. An actor. He grabbed a little chubby. You know, little chubby. Like little chubby is like a little juice, juice container. Like them little three hundred mil juice containers. Little chubby. Little chubby is like these little three hundred milliliter juice containers. Well, he had he had one that he recycled that he put his cream in his cream for his tea right? Or milk for his tea. So, you know, he had this little fucking chubby full of fucking milk. And he like throws it at me, right? I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you, Ken? Calm the fuck down, boy. He threw a chair. A thespian doesn't do that. The theater is this, the theater that. What are you doing, man? And, you know, he shit a brick over it, right? Uh, but, um, again, uh, Ken Brown, um, Canadian Actor, playwright, director, teacher. Learned a lot from him in my time at Grant McEwen. At the time, it was Grant McEwen College. Now it's a university. But, you know, I, I did the theater program there, circa 2006. And actually, he was the first, Ken, Ken Brown. He was the first to kind of shepherd me down that path of... Um, self-production, self-promotion. And actually, I really heard that and remembered that and kept that in the back burner of my mind, though I didn't always quite act on it. And here I am today. uh, That's like totally my model, self-production. And, you know, (laughs) it's just amazing because it's like, it was never my initial impetus to produce my own works and do this, do that. 
You know, it was just very much like any performer. Green, trying to get opportunity, bumbling around. Oh, please, can I have an audition? Oh, please, can I have the part? Oh, networking opportunities. Want my business card? Yeah, like, fuck it. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Be honest. You know, um, be, explain the importance that your work has to you. Put it out there. Try to link up with other like-minded people. And also play the game, you know? Like, um, I recently um, re-upped, resubscribed to an online actor's database that I subscribe to. It's an online actor's database where you pay a monthly fee. It's usually collected annually. So you pay an annual fee for this actor's database where you're supplied with various paid acting gigs. It's a great way to make some money, connections, and keep your craft going independently. Does it has its, does it have its faults? Is it 100% one way or the other? All it is is an option and an opportunity. You know? Mandy Films. That's the site for any y'all young thespians out there. They've been around for a while. I've been going to Mandy over the years, and um, who knows what it can do for your career. But it's an option, it's an opportunity, and it's something to keep you going. You know? And, um, wow, it's just so crazy how self-production can really change your whole outlook. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, it's been a great year for me with that. Noi Productions. Yeah. Um, I have an upcoming business call, Zoom call, this afternoon. Um, it's not particularly in the vein of film production, but it's very much a necessary evil of film production. Finance. Depending on your situations, an option, and certainly for myself here in the beginning, more or less, um, producing your own works, finance. You're going to have to, like many small businesses, take your money, put it into your business, and, you know, baby steps, progress, you know? So I have this business call later in the day for some work um hey it's a paycheck if it keeps the lights on at noi productions if it keeps the lights on in my home if it keeps me on the path of you know self-discovery you know my relationship with god my health my comedy my acting if it keeps me on that path then i'll go for it with gratitude And that's the less um, flashy side of um, performance that a lot of people don't talk about. And there's always a a certain shame aspect about it. Oh, they work a day job. What would you rather me do? Beg on the street? Sleep on people's couches? You know, be a pathetic, wastrel version of a man? Like, what, what, what would you have me do? Cry victim? No. 
hand me that fucking hammer. I'll show you how it's done. And, you know, you make your paycheck and you get it done. And like any business, you take your money, you put it into your self-productions, and one thing leads to another while also maintaining an open mind. You know, yeah, I'll play the game. If there's an audition for me to be had, I'll take the opportunity. I'll take the due diligence to put myself out there. I'll, you know, I got no beef with the process, auditioning, um, standing in line, you know, you know, I'll wait my turn. It's all good, baby, baby, baby. So I got that coming up today, you know. Who am I kidding? I fucking, you know, I'm just like, fuck this, you know. Ah, fuck it, you know. Every now and then you got to bail on a joke, you know. I felt in my heart that, hey, that might be a good opportunity for a funny joke. But um, I don't even feel like dogging it. I don't feel like kicking mud on an opportunity. It's an opportunity. You know, it's not going to make or break me, but it's certainly an opportunity. So, you know, that's the reality of self-production and self-sufficiency. You know, um, I produced, you know, like I said, Noi Productions. I'm producing my own content and my own stuff. And that's the pain of it. You know, people don't understand that sometimes you're graced by the, you don't even know if it's a gift or a curse. Because I'm learning so much about myself by producing and doing for myself. So is it a gift or a curse? Who knows? You know, I mean... But obviously the easier route is if someone just saw, Oh my God, Jonathan Ramcharan, actor, stand-up comedian. Boy, is he talented. Let's fucking break him off a few hundred grand and... You know, invest in this guy. Let's get him going. Let's get him lined up on a comedy tour. Let's get him booked for some movie auditions. Let's invest in him. If I felt ass backwards into an opportunity like that, perfect. But like seeing as that's not really the case, I'm going to roll up these old sleeves of mine and, you know, break concrete, you know, break dirt or whatever the fucking saying is, you know. And in that challenge I do for myself. And the production company, Noi Productions, grows, and I grow, spiritually, professionally. Yeah. So my point being, you know, um, as I mentioned that I have this, you know, upcoming opportunity to, you know, do some day work in the civilian vein in order to progress my production company and my performing endeavors, I was going to, like, dog it. I was going to kind of make fun of it and shit on it. But, like, why? You know, um, that's very much a reality of the performer and the independent business owner. You got to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. Who doesn't want to open up a restaurant and sit and smoke a big cigar and have a nice glass of wine while people walk by and go, wow, that's the owner of that restaurant wow not knowing the fucking hours of overtime you did the the amount of work it took the sacrifice it took it wasn't just like oh they handed me my dream restaurant it's like these people have to go out there and earn it 
So that's very much what's being shown to me with my uh, production endeavors, you know? And man, is there beauty and grace in that. Because I never thought, I never thought that that would bring these struggles and these challenges would bring this out of me, you know? This uh, resiliency, this optimism, this willingness to fall on my face and get up and dust it off. I mean, not exactly the prettiest mug to begin with, you know, it's all right, but, um, you know, I'm getting kicked in the teeth. What's that? Life is calling. Hallelujah. Um, and every now and then you do punch the ticket. Actually, no, 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 no. Doesn't that mean you die? <laughs> well, you do die. Everybody dies eventually. But every now and then you get that Willy Wonka golden ticket. Ten million dollar. Ten million dollars. I'm guessing ten million dollars. My first royalty check. No, this isn't a royal. Well, I guess in a sense it is a royalty check for a video I made. Uh, promoting an Amazon product. Now, I'm not quite in that line of business anymore. But um, this just goes to show you that, you know, you got to hustle and bustle the way you do. And, you know, um, at the beginning of the year, I was um, doing Amazon affiliate marketing, promoting various products, the products that I use here at JR the P. I got a little check in the mail from Amazon. Now, I'm not quite doing that no more. <coughs> you know, down the line, I'll probably, you know, Hopefully get sponsorship for the podcast and do other things. But, you know, every now and then you do get that Willy Wonka golden ticket. You know, get your dick sucked by an Oompa Loompa. Doopity doo. Oompa Loompa doopity dee. I got a blow job for thee. Doopity doo. Every now and then you get your dick sucked by a fucking Oompa Loompa. The gods smile upon us. Here we are. Amazon paycheck. Wow, look at that. A whopping $16.44, folks. Yeah, that's for a YouTube video I made earlier in the year that uh, promoted a uh, Amazon product, a bass guitar that I purchased. Yeah. So, yeah, check out my YouTube um Page, I made a video, um, the Sawtooth EP Series Bass Guitar. Yes. Uh, if you go on my YouTube channel, Jonathan Ramcharan, on YouTube, you can find that video there. So yeah, every now and then you do get that Willy Wonka ticket, you know. Tender mercies, tender blessings. And it's an inspiration to, you know, continue kicking forward. Um, <clears throat> and in this time of year... Um, Going into the holiday season, what I'm really going to enjoy and focus on in the next month and a bit before the new year is innovation and reflection. Yeah. Um, I hope this is inspirational and more so I hope I'm sharing an experience. I hope this is an experience we're sharing. I hope this year has been blessed 
for you as well. And it has drawn things out of you that you didn't know were there in this time of challenge. And, you know, it was an innovative year for me. I mean, like, again, making YouTube videos, selling products that I use, that wasn't something that I would ever think to do. I tried it. You know, I made $16.44, you know, and uh, it was just something I did that was fun and it helped out a lot of people. A lot of people enjoyed the video and whatever. But more importantly, what it showed me was that, oh, with the right product and the right audience, I can sell. I mean, that's basically what I'm doing. I'm selling my comedy. I'm selling my acting. I'm selling my potential podcasting and filmmaking endeavors. And it showed me that, yeah, I can sell with the right product and the right audience. You know, I sold a, you know, I mean, you know, the video got several thousand views. And, um, that's like a teardrop in a bucket in the online world. But I mean, they got a lot of views for a fairly specific demographic and a fairly specific product. But something as general as entertainment and stand-up comedy and comedy and videos and content, I mean, there's so much opportunity there. And it showed me that I can sell and be in that space and, you know, work with companies. Some of my future endeavors with Noi Productions. Um, I'd like to partner up with Amazon or various streaming sites and, you know, take it one day at a time as it comes. You know what I mean? And continue that innovation. Yeah. Yeah. Searching out those things in me that I wouldn't necessarily gravitate towards if it weren't for the struggle. I mean, why struggle if you don't have to, right? Why start a production company as an actor if roles are just being handed to me? Steven Spielberg comes knocking on the door. Jonathan, we need you for Jaws 5. Sure, cool. Word up. Wagwan. Yo, thanks, Stevie. And, you know, then I'm in fucking... Was this Steven Spielberg? Yeah, it was, right? Jaws. So if you know if I'm in the next fucking Jaws movie, why bust my balls, why bust my hump making my own production company? Or, you know, if I'm just getting handed all these road dates and road work, why be a independent stand-up comedian? You know, fighting up the rapids, fighting against the fucking tide. Why, why go through all that hassle if I'm just being handed things? It really brings out in you things that you never knew were there when you do for yourself. So, um, and the reflection, the reflection of it is like, 
I once in an episode, check out this episode. Um, I think it's episode seven. Episode seven or episode eight of Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. I'll post the actual episode. Um, episode seven or episode eight of JR the P, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. I tell the story of, um, you know, just, you know, what I was doing in my life at that time was, you know, I was just hitting up, uh, you know, I was freshly, you know, I was like a little over a year sober at that time. I was a little over a year of sobriety at that time. And I was just doing stand-up comedy at night, working temporary labor during the day. And I was doing temporary labor at a uh, trade show. And it was just like good old-fashioned work, hard day's work, you know, day's work for a day's pay. There were so many blessings of the day. We got fed. And I worked with some really fun people. And, you know, I, I was able to do a comedic podcast about the experience. And instead of... Instead of being bogged down with one perception, it's like I'm a day laborer getting paid slightly above minimum wage. I'm a fucking stand-up comedian at night. I'm running around like, when's my big break? What the fuck? Instead of bitching and moaning about that perception, I took the perception of like, wow, what growth. And what opportunity. And look at the funny here, man. Look at the funny. I was working with all these funny dudes, right? And, you know, I talk about, you know, checking out these, you know, them, you know, I talk about like checking out women and, you know, eating at the buffet and all these just stupid little occurrences in our day. Occurrences of life. And... It made a great podcast and it fed my soul and it fed my comedy and it kept me moving. And I was just grateful that I was able to do that physical labor because there's going to be a time in my life when I can't. Like imagine, you know, you shy away from work your whole life. Like I don't want to have to ever pick up a hammer. I don't ever want to have to pick up a phone and make a sales call. I don't ever want to have to hit the books and study and learn a trade or put myself out there as a performer. Or I, I don't ever want to step up to these challenges. I don't ever want to do it. Well, what about the time in life that comes for us all when you no longer can? When you no longer can do those things? I mean, why bitch and whine about the back-breaking labor that I do as a young man that... I couldn't do if they paid me well or if I was paid handsomely for. I couldn't do at like 90. You know, it's going to be funny when them days come when it's like, yeah, I'm like a 90-year-old man. I'm just sitting there watching a couple guys unload a truck. Oh, yeah, so you're unloading a truck, are you? Hey, how you doing, Jonathan? Uh, uh, Mr. Ramtran's fine, but uh, just call me John. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Ramtram's okay, but just call me John. So what are you boys doing, unloading the truck? 
Oh, yeah, I used to unload trucks when I was your age. Oh, what were you, 30? 35? 27? Oh, yeah, 27. I was out there chasing pussy, getting drunk, doing stand-up comedy. Yep. <clears throat> How do you like unloading trucks? Not bad, is it? Huh? I mean, what are they paying you? You gonna be making good money, man? I ain't got a girlfriend? Okay, yeah. All right, boys. Well, yeah, there's, there's some Gatorade in the fridge, and, uh, you know, yeah, you need anything, just give me a call, and, uh, you know, nice talking with you, boys. You know, yeah. Good, good luck to you. You're going to make it. <laughs> like, imagine being, like, 90 years old and just watching somebody unload a truck. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I would yearn for the days when it's like, remember when I fucking did that back-breaking labor that I bitch and whined and complained about, and now here I am, man. Wouldn't it be cool to be able to get my old ass up and give them a hand? You know? So in that episode of J.R. the P that I'm gonna, I mentioned, episode 7 or episode 8, I talk about working at that trade show and the comedy that I was doing at night and the place I was in my life. And then I spoke on the idea of reflective beauty. That was a term that just kind of came to me. I don't know, I just made it up for myself. Maybe it's a thing, I'm not sure. But it's like a term that I made up for myself. Maybe other people use it as well. Reflective beauty. And it's that, that idea of like being able to reflect on the work you've done and the connections you've made and a life well lived. And the reflective beauty in it. Reflective beauty. So do check out that podcast if you get the chance. Again, uh, JR the P, Jonathan Ramter on the podcast, episode 7, I think it is. I'll post the exact episode title. And that reflective beauty, the reflective beauty in the hustle, in the innovation of your hard work, in the communication around you, the reflective beauty in the times, this time of challenge, 2021, pandemic. You know, we're moving into the new year. All the best to you and yours. Um, There's still a lot exciting things along the way here at JR the P before the end of the year a lot of interesting topics and discussion and um, revelations for sure so keep fit and have fun as Hal Johnson and Joanna McLeod would say hallelujah It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who, Jonathan James Ramcharan, reporting live for duty on this magnificent November 17th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Reflective beauty. Yes. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, my own website, Jonathan. Dash Ramcharan.com 
And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please help my black ass out. All right? Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it. You love it. You realize it. All right? Peace.